Welcome to Girl Code, where we discuss life, love, relationships, and basically everything and anything under the sun. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and you're currently streaming Girl Code on Spotify. Also, if you're interested in having your own podcast, you can do so with Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record and upload your podcast, and they'll even help you put it on Spotify as well. Alright, alright, welcome back to the studio. So, hi Tasha. Hello. I have a very, very weird question to ask you today. As we always do, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, do you remember your first period experience? I feel like we've talked about this on like LF like a lot of times, but yeah. I don't think I've ever had an episode with you on puberty. So, how's your first period experience like? My first period experience, you know, so when everyone started getting their period, I was like, why haven't I gotten mine yet? Mm-hmm. And then when I got mine, I was actually... When did you get yours? I don't remember how old I was. I think I was still like 11 or 12. Oh my god, I was 9. High five. Yeah, I know. You told me. It's crazy. Like 9. Yeah, I thought I was dying. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I remember when I first got it, it was spotting. Uh-huh. It was like very little. And I was oh, like... you lucky girl. Yeah, I was like, what? I got the full like tsunami experience. Just the day one. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Like, did you know to use a pad at that time? No, I was nine. I was like, what is a period? (laughs) Isn't it a full stop? So you didn't know what it was? It happened when I was in a wedding reception. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks. But I feel like on LF, at least, we always, you know, talk about puberty Mm -hmm. uh, among girls, right? So today we're going to have a very exciting guest to tell us how it's like to be a boy going through puberty because I feel like we haven't heard about that enough. That's true. And so that's kind of what our topic for today is going to be, which is going through puberty. Yes. And may we invite our very, very exciting guest for today. Hi, Hi Dan. Dan. Hi, girls. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> third time's a charm. Oh, it's yeah, third, third time or second time? Today's the third. The third. Yeah, third topic. I'm on uh, Go Code. Yeah. Third? Yeah. The first one was... Cheating Asian parents. Ah, welcome back for yeah, the third time. Third time Dan. You're just so good. You're giving me all the hard topics in life, man. All right, so Dan. Yeah. Yes. Interesting okay. stories for puberty. All right. Um, I need a scale here. I need to know what is my limit because I have a very funny puberty story or you want a puberty story that will make you cringe? We want all of it. Yeah, we want so all whatever, of it. I feel like everyone has like different experiences. So the mm-hmm. more unique, I feel like the more better or really anything at all yeah. yeah i mean boys and girls go through puberty differently yeah most for sure you don't right? bleed like shit oh yeah thank god <laughs> i'm sorry you have to Brood. go through that i'm sorry you have to go through that uh-huh. but yeah so my first sign of puberty was actually quite hard because when i was young i loved to sing yeah mm-hmm. i was music inclined i was in a so-called band with my friends so we would wow. love to sing songs like nsync backstreet boys all this like boy band stuff right uh-huh. yeah so I, I would usually take on the role of the high-pitched uh, voices, you know, uh-huh. like the Justin Timberlake kind of voices. Ooh, you know? yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I used to be those kind of guys. So one day when we were rehearsing, yeah, my voice cracked. And I thought, I was like, oh, this is just an almost sore throat. And I was like, you know what, guys? Uh, let me just take a week off. You know, I, I won't sing for a whole week. After a week, it didn't get better. Mm-hmm. And then it just stuck there. And I was like, guys... My Something's voice wrong with I me. I can't sing anymore. <laughs> I just thought like God hated me or something. Like I'm sorry for for like you know sleeping late or whatever. I'll promise to drink more warm tea. Oh or my whatever. god, really? Yeah, I thought I was having a very bad sore throat. Turns out it was just my voice. Wait, so when your um voice cracks, right? Mm. Does it feel like yeah. a sore throat or does it feel like anything? It felt like my throat was just tightening up uh, more than usual. Okay. Right. So more of the time, I felt like I was screaming more than singing, and I was like. Ah! I was like, okay, this is not working out. Something Can you feel wrong. like your Adam's apple grow? 
I never noticed that, honestly. Right, yeah. Right, right. I don't know whether Adam's I mean, Apple you don't had anything have it with it. Since young, right? Honestly, I've never really searched about the Adam's Apple. Right. All I know is that guys grow up and then suddenly, hey, wait, I have a lump in my neck. Yeah. So do you feel that on a day to day basis or is it just a part of you like when you were? I didn't take notice at all. Right. So how old were you when your voice cracked? I was in P4. When your voice cracked? Yeah, I was in so P4, early P4 P5 because I was in choir also. So my, my choir teacher actually sort of noticed. So I was a soprano. Uh-huh. I got pushed down to a alto. alto here. Aww. And I was like, oh man. Baby now boy. I'm doing all the... She was a pretty little <laughs> gosling. <laughs> yeah. I still remember the song. I was like, oh, I'm doing all the sopranos. Now I'm an alto. Then. Right. Oh, okay. That's something very different from what girls face during period. Yeah. I mean, I can safely say we felt our boobs come out. So Can like he, really? he said his Adam's apple, he didn't even feel it. And we're here like period, feeling boobs, everything like... You can feel it yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what through your puberty did you feel was different? Okay, to be fair, in all uh-huh. disclosure, I think I had my first boner uh-huh. when I was like in primary one or primary two. And it was like oh. accidental boner. Primary one, primary two? Yeah. Okay. That was, happened? Yeah, so I just woke up one morning. Then I just remember telling my mom this, Ma, uh, my PP feels weird. <laughs> and then she's like, it's okay, it's normal. Because I was oh, scared. No. I think I've even asked my friends this and they were all scared the first uh-huh. boner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Does it feel good? I think it's really odd though, right? Like if like a part of your body is like levitating. I always wonder how it feels like to have a boner. Does it just feel like it tightens up? Yeah, it's, oh. it sort of does. So it was like, right. it felt great, but I didn't know how to actually expect it. It was like first time feeling this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just told my mom about it and she was like, it's okay, it'll go down soon. Uh. And then it only felt great uh-huh. when I went in the shower. Warm water starting it. Oh, no. And I was touching. I was like, mm, okay. This feels- <laughs> it was wrong to touch it. But, you know, I won't touch it. No, but I didn't really know what was happening until like I asked my friends. Then they were like, noise. But, you know, guys being guys like, oh, you know what you should do with it. You should just shake it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's your advice. Just shake it. That's what my friends told me. In P1, P2. Oh, my God. Yeah, P1, P2. Jesus, Jesus Christ. But Kids. at that time, guys, we don't have the ejaculation yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, portion of it, right? So yeah. what it just feels is just like a... Mm, so just it just like feels a, like air. Yeah, it just feels like... Uh, it's just done. After that, it just ends up pulsating. Oh, on the spot. Ah, like, okay. That's yeah, when yeah. you know it's done. Yeah. Like females. That's when you know you're done. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was a bad habit of mine until like P4, P5. Is this a thing among guys that like you kind of just masturbate to no ejaculation and then one day you scare yourself with the fact that you have sperm? I, oh yeah, that actually led up to my awkward situation with my dad. First your mom, now your dad. Yeah, so it's like, we read about it in the books, right? I mean, mm. uh, P6, secondary one, we would have learned about it in like yeah, science, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So to know about it is one thing. To see mm-hmm. it actually happen is another thing. So just one morning, you know, just my usual morning Going wood. to the shower. Yeah, morning wood. I was just doing it. And I was doing it while showering. So you can't okay. really see, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm done, right? And then I get out of the shower and I realise, why is my toe very sticky? What oh, am I wow. standing on? Oh, God. Turns out it was my first pool of... Sperm. Yeah, exactly. Hello oh, there. Wow. All right. Body fluids. And we all was, love to see it. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God. How can you not know it came out? Doesn't it feel like it oh, yeah. out? So at the back of my mind, I was like, why does this ejaculation today feel slightly different? Uh, it felt like maybe I needed to pee a bit. Uh-huh. And I felt like something coming up, but I was like thinking, oh, maybe it's part of the shower. You know? right. I don't care. Uh-huh. So when I actually went to inspect it, uh-huh. I actually went down to look at it. I was like, oh my God, it is my sperm. <laughs> so that night itself, I, I didn't know what to do. I told my dad. I was like, pa, so uh, this morning I did this, I did uh-huh. that. And then... PP come out by his white. Yeah. Come out by his white. I still remember his, <laughs> his reaction. He was at the balcony. He's just... 
<sighs> you have to learn how to be responsible. Oh, at P6? For what? Yeah, and, and I was like, responsible for what? I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Until it hit me. Uh, where he's like, you know, you now, I have the, now I have the power to actually make babies. Mm. So that's what he, what he meant. But he said Crazy. it in a very awkward manner. I, I can tell it was very awkward yeah. for him because yeah. I was his first child. So yeah. to have your first child, she tell you, hey, dad, I came. Uh. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> that's nice though. I like that you can talk to your parents about this like very openly. You yeah, just went to your well, mom and dad. His parents are so involved, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. In, in a way, after from like last time's episode, we know how strict they are too. Right. Yeah. right but right. it's nice that you were very open with them and... Well, I they try to be, even though it's awkward. Just Can you try and describe what it's like to ejaculate sperm? All I know is that the male ejaculation, as compared to a female ejaculation, yeah. is nowhere near the satisfaction Yeah, so how level. does it feel for you? Like, does it feel like you're peeing? It does not, actually. So what does it feel like? I've heard you can control it until you really can't control it. So there's a point where you can control it yeah, before right? ejaculating. Oh, right, right. Okay. And then... Usually, I, I don't follow that method because it will usually end up in like blue balls and uh, it will actually okay. hurt you in the long run, right? Okay. So, for but me, why? it's just like a one and done. Because technically, you're straining your muscle, your urethra. Right. Your, so, if you port. have to go, you go. Yeah, if you have to go, you just go. You don't hold uh. it. It's like holding in your bladder. You don't hold in your bladder. If you have to go, you just go. Mm. Right, right. Unless you're into that, but that's not my kind of thing. Right, right, right. I feel you. I feel you. It's Okay, this is starting to sound like a science topic. Oh, yes. Let's go into it. Okay, so when I first got my period, right, uh-huh. it was when I was about to start tuition class. I told my mom and then I thought my mom was going to tell everyone because I thought everyone should know I had my period. But then mm. she didn't tell anyone and I was like, hey, that's weird. Like, uh-huh. I finally have my period. Like, why is no one saying anything about it? But I feel like it's such a confusing thing when I first got it. I was like is this supposed to be a secret? Are other people not supposed to know I have it or are Uh they not? And so, yeah, I feel like it was weird treading that first period. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like for girls, puberty is a lot more celebrated than guys. Maybe it's because I was at a wedding, but like everyone knew. (laughs) Like my mom's like, oh yeah, my daughter's having a period. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. And (gasps) everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's a woman now. You know that kind of thing? Yeah, I feel like girls have like a mark. You know, yeah, like yeah, your first girls. period, congrats, you're a woman. Yeah. Guys, like, how do you know you're a man? Yeah. You, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like girls have a little bit more of a celebrity mark mm. on, on their lives. And that is like their first period, right? And And I remember like, Okay, at least back in my days when I was a child, I feel like we didn't have a lot of like sex education. Mm. We didn't know like periods are, you know, normal and it's nothing to be like, you know, ashamed about. Like, which I'm really happy for kids these days because it's it's an open topic now. It's uh, like, it's you know, comfortable. Yeah, it's comfortable. Mm, you don't have to like shy away from it. Yeah. And I remember how, you know, last time in class, like when we were in like secondary school, like, Every time we had to go to the toilet to change pets, we were like, you know, we were like sneakily put, put them yeah. in our pocket without yeah. anyone, like hoping no one sees Ooh. it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I feel like in today's age, we have like, oh, um, have you tried the period card? You know, like yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. It becomes very open and I, I really like that for kids these days. I feel like it's a very healthy kind of environment to have your period in. Yeah. You can even see brands kind of getting on this because they make the packaging very pretty. Yeah. They make right. it like floral and like leopard print and it's like okay that's nice. Like when I first had my period yeah, it was like old. in like this disgusting like white like cotton paper <laughs> and then you like shove it and you right. like pretend like you don't need to bulky go to bed. And, <laughs> so and nowadays pets are all like you know we have I'm it in thin. all shapes and all <laughs> sizes. You want some prints on it? Have yeah. it. Oh, you want a cooling, refreshing, like you yeah. know, a, 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 you know, you have, yeah. 
Do you know that we have pets with like minty? Oh yeah, that that I know. Really, you all need to try it. Because like, you know, on your periods, you tend to feel a little bit warm and like soggy. But over. I found it so minty. I love it. Oh, to each his own. True. But okay, good good. another funny story, you know, since yeah. we were, you know, talking about funny stories during mm-hmm. puberty, right? I had my puberty at nine and mm. then I also started developing breasts. Mm. And at nine years old, you know, typically females only like start going through puberty. I At least in Singapore, like around 13 to 14, yeah. right? I was nine. So I had like boobs and I was like, dude, what the f- is this, no, what right? I do with yeah, these? What are those? Like, <laughs> yeah. why are my nipples swollen? Yeah. <laughs> and I was so scared because I felt the changes to my body. Because, I mean, every time you shower, you're like washing your chest. Yeah. And then every time you like you go down, like you're just like, bigger, why is bigger. there this bump that just keeps yeah. going like Was bigger, it right? Yeah. And, and I remember like back in primary school, um, my school's PE t shirt was slightly translucent in mm-hmm. the sense that if you wear anything under it, you can see. Yes. So my mom tried putting me in a training bra, which I freaking didn't want to wear because then everyone knows that I'm wearing a training bra. Right. Okay. And I'm the only bitch in school with a freaking training bra on my level because no one else is going through puberty like me. Yeah. And I was like so ashamed. So I just like, you know, I'll wear the training bra when I leave school because my mom forces me in mm-hmm. it. Mm. And then when I go to school, I'll go to the toilet and take it off. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. god. And it's that funny because I'll walk around school with my nipples <laughs> pointing at my shirt. Oh no. <laughs> But I mean, I feel like it's how, how it's comfortable dangerous. you feel. It's like a change. You, can't, you have to either yeah. embrace it or you take time to embrace it. Right. Yeah. No, the thing is, I remember during my puberty, like I was always so like ashamed that my body is going through changes, right? And I always felt like hiding these changes because yeah. like it doesn't feel normal when no one else has it. Yeah. But then I realized that there are some people who feel like they're not normal for not having it. You know, that kind of thing. That's true. In my yeah. like primary school, right? So when... Oh, I think this was like primary four or five or something. We were in class. And then one of my classmates like, hey, do you wear a, a sports bra yet? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I do. And I was like really happy about it because I was like, yeah, my boobs are growing. <laughs> and, then like, and then she was like, oh, okay, nice. So that means you have some boobs, right? I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then there were some kids who weren't wearing it yet. So I feel like some... Like you're er- the cool kid. Yeah, like some early bloomers were like wearing like sports bras and it was... See, that's why I say we are on two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I was so ashamed to be an early bloomer and here you are like so happy about it. I remember my first bra I bought, like my training bra I bought. It was like this pink tweety one. It was oh, from one so of the cute. like young, young hearts. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like actually get like like tank tops underneath? What tank what? tops? Like, like, oh, you know, it's like, so just cute like to a, hear like a guy a, talk about like, women's no, puberty. Okay, all right, because I remember me and my guys. Okay, this uh-huh. was maybe another guy thing, but yes. we would rate girls on their puberty. Ah, so, I'm leaving okay. this conversation. Okay, no, no, but seriously, so it's like we rate girls on whether they have boobs, semi boobs, or like boobs, boobs. Okay. Right. So if they don't have anything underneath, which we can actually technically see from the outline of it, they're like no boobs. Yeah. So if girls usually have like those like inner shirts. Yeah, like those yeah, like yeah. tank tops and like ah semi boobs uh-huh. then girls who have training bras uh-huh. yeah. on we'll be like ah those are boobs 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 right, so right. we usually rate them and I'll be like okay we don't talk to the boobs boobs girls because they're very scary wow. we usually talk to usually the tank top girls wow. because they're not like they're cool and chill and like that so the yeah, non boobs girls are like kids right okay right. it's so funny right growing up we had all these stupid like like talks about like puberty and stuff like that but can I just say it is sometimes the school's fault like do you know how transparent their uniforms are like yeah. PE uniforms and shirt uniforms like right. I hated it because you could see either no bra or you could see bra and that as you can see makes judgment off of the person yeah, yeah so it's like can you just not make your shirts transparent and 
if it rains that day, then oh. you're just screwed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think is why a lot of school nowadays go for dry feet. That's good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. It's crazy. I feel like I'm very happy that, you know, society has evolved into kind of, you know, teaching our kids about these kind of important things that we should really have learned about in school back in our days. Yeah, I also remember, right, so when it came to like 7th or 8th grade, uh-huh. um, people started like act properly like having boobs kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, shit, maybe my boobs are not big enough. And then I learned stuffing your bra is a thing. I was wearing a bra, but I don't think my boobs were big enough and I uh-huh. felt insecure about that. So I decided to stuff my bra with tissues to make it look like my boobs were bigger. Uh That was very uncomfortable and I wish I never did that. But I don't know what sense that brought me. But I know I wasn't the only one who did that because I know my my friends are the one who suggested that, oh, I'm going to stuff my bra. And so that kind of like played in my head and I was like, okay, let me try that. Right, right. It's it's really stupid because I feel like some people still treat puberty as like a challenge. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my boobs grew faster than yours. Like chill sister, everyone goes at their own pace. Okay, one day my boobs will overtake yours. It's it's fine. Let's not make everything a competition and let everyone grow at their own pace. Yeah. Right? And like I I just wanna know, Mm. like curious thoughts, since we finally have a male guest on the show to talk about this. (laughs) Like, how does it feel like to find out that your balls can grow hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel uh, like balls is such a weird part right. of the body to have hair. All right. So this is something I just discovered recently, like maybe like two years ago. Uh-huh. And I'm like 30 this year. Okay. Uh-huh. Not all guys can grow hair on their balls. So where do they grow it? Around it. You can, you can ask okay. your boyfriends. Okay. okay. I don't know whether your boyfriends have hair on their balls, but mine grows around it. So basically, I've had hairless balls my whole life. Ooh. You know, I've always been very like interested because I was like, I mean, the dick doesn't have hair <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the balls have the hair. It's like, how is the dick so hairless? How do you not grow that? Because like for females, you just hair everywhere. Everywhere, right? Everywhere. So let me just paint you a picture. Yeah, a bit, yeah. A bit of a picture. To, okay. yes. All right, so you, you guys know what a PP looks like, right? Okay, so mine is a circumcised dick. Okay, so there's this one line around my shaft. And that's where I have a single patch of hair growing, which is weird. And I googled it, and some guys actually do have it. So some guys uh, just one better. line of hair. Yeah, just one like a mane, <laughs> a lion's mane. It's just what? a mane there. So that is one spot where I have to always shave because it always grows around there, and it's very hard for me to like like so called pluck it out because right. it actually hurts the most. It's the most sensitive area. You pluck your pubic hair. Because if I shave it the wrong way, it'll just turn out to be an ingrown hair and yeah. then it'll grow meaty and to grow meat around that area will be very annoying. Yeah. So I have I have a certain way of But like, it's so painful to pluck your pubic uh, hair. But I have I to do it. I have to do it, you know. Oh my God. Even if Courage you try to go to the flow. Yeah. So I actually had a discussion with a few of my guy friends like even Rido and Chenna and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. So it turns out that I have the weirdest growth patterns. Right, right. Which is fine, which Mm-mm. is fine. Everyone is unique, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that, so thank you for educating me on that. Yeah. I didn't know that you could grow hair in different... In just a single line. And like, yeah, different ways to <laughs> other guys. Do girls do that? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we just have hair like everywhere. Yeah, we just have hair like... Yeah, it's just hair is. Just one slab like... Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I hate it. We are just like... I don't know. I hate hair so much. I go for IPL. But I mean, when you're young, I really think that you should just embrace the hair. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. has it, you know. Yeah. When you're older and you, you know, you, you really decide that you hate it, then you can, you know, 
plan on getting rid of it forever. But you know, while you're still young and going through puberty and you're listening to this, my advice is that you really just embrace the whole process, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Have her hate it. Deal with it, right? Yeah. I mean, we all, we all did. Everyone exactly. goes through it. I'm very curious about the next one. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's another aspect of puberty, which I think uh, we also talked about a lot on LF. So it's about acne. Do you ever struggle with it when you were younger, um, like going through puberty? Not really, no. I, I didn't really have much of an acne problem. I yeah, did have, have like nice small skin. pimples mm. here and there, but my mom said it was because every time after I play soccer with my friends, mm-hmm. I go home and throw a shower. Oh, okay. And I get like those patches. I forgot yeah. what it's called. Uh, white black patches. Oh, white pa- uh, white heads. White heads or black heads. Okay. Basically, you just shower straight after you you sweat, right? Right. right. So clock and shit. Yeah, so it was like, I didn't really have acne problem, but I did have like some pimples. But I had a friend uh-huh. whose face was just covered in acne. acne. I don't remember what, whether it was like a, me or another friend who asked him. I was like, are your parents hitting you or something? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening to his face. So I asked right. him, yeah, yeah. are your parents hitting you? You're dumb kids, right? Yeah, we're just <laughs> young and dumb. We're, we're not exposed to any of this. So I was yeah. like, oh no, no, it's just my skin condition. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought your parents like slap you until your face become like that. You know what like I mean? Like red. Yeah, like red. red. And then it just got worse and worse over time. Yeah, after that, inflamed. Yeah, then he had to wear like patches on his face. Oh, right. man. At one point, I think we all called him like Captain Jack Sparrow or something like that. That's so sweet. That's so mean. Do you feel no, bad? No, but he actually embraced it. Right, I, right. I think that's the cool thing about it. It's either you take it like a like a curse or you'll be like, you know what? I have acne. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's where we are going towards now. Like, you know, like, I love it that kids... I don't know why I keep emphasizing this, but I really love it that kids these days they are growing up with all this like skincare information online. Oh yeah, they right? definitely. Are. You're like, oh, you have acne. Use this. Use this. Don't yeah. use this. Like, I love it for them because like mm-hmm. I remember growing up. Okay, and like I said, I had puberty at nine, right? Mm-hmm. And I started growing pimples at nine years old. And like I said, I was always very self-conscious about my puberty. So I always tried to get rid of any signs of my body changing. And I remember using my mom's like L'Oreal cream and shit like that and piling up my face because I didn't know how to use it right, right? So I just started putting it on every day and then I realized that it made it worse because technically I was clogging my very, very young skin with Mm -hmm. chemicals that weren't, you know, appropriate for my age. And and then my face started like growing crazy amounts of pimple and Mm -hmm. then, yeah, it got worse and worse and then eventually my mom had to like bring me to you know like get it fixed yeah yeah yeah. so back in our days really there wasn't a lot of information going on Mm -hmm. about how we can deal with the changes in our body and like nowadays I love it that kids are you're so lucky really you guys are so lucky so if you're ever lost about you know purity or if you feel like you know you're alone in the whole like acne battle right like you're not alone because I feel like I've seen so many people online going through the same thing and sharing like like what works for them and what doesn't yeah I feel like very like I can relate to your story as well like I feel like when I grew up I had no acne then I started (laughs) getting like pimples here and there then I started getting more and I was like What's going on? How do I get rid of this? And then there's like only like three or four like face washes available. And I tried everything I possibly could. Which was a lot of the times bad for my face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just wanted anything to do to get rid of it. Correct. And so, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of options now, but I feel like sometimes they have a bit too many options. (laughs) I was like overwhelmed. Like I once also tried to use male face wash because I thought that would help. Mm Because I was like, no, the females one's not working. The male one looks like they have like this charcoal stuff in it. Mm I don't know if it did anything, but it like psychologically did something. So I was like, oh, maybe it's getting better. And then I also remember like trying to, as usual, cover it up. Yeah, with um, makeup, right? Yeah, yeah that's Which how really I makes first it all started worse. with makeup too. But 
acne can also be hereditary, right? Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. So it I know my mom didn't have much, but my dad did. So I feel like genetics passed Correct. it on as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I get a few questions every now and then from kids who ask me like how to get rid of their acne marks. And I don't think I reply as many of them as I would like to. So I would just like to put it out there. Like if you're ever going through like, you know, acne and you feel like out of place, just remember like you're not alone and really, really don't hate yourself for it because sometimes acne is like what Tasha said, hereditary, right? So um, it's just something that your genetics has and you know, mm-hmm. your body's bound to produce. So like don't beat yourself up over it and maybe like, you know, kind of like direct your hatred for it into like trying to find out what works for you. Like follow, like there's so much information online now. Like I feel like there's a lot of dermatologists online who share like what what are some really good products in the market. And yeah, and kids these days, they are so like tech savvy. Like they all have TikTok and stuff, right? Yeah. So like really, really just take some time off to to go and learn. Yeah. Yeah, Learn how to deal with uh, puberty because like really, oh my God, if we had all this back in our day, I'll be... We'll be, be smoother, we'll right? be smoother, yeah, right? So like much crazy, easier. yeah. And and oh, another thing, body odor. Do you have it growing up? Yeah, I had it like crazy. Yeah. My sister always told my mom that I'm smelly as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? Yeah, it hurts me. She, we used to sleep together, right? Mm-hmm. Like me and my two other elder sisters, who are five and seven years older than me. So by the time I was going through puberty, they were already done with it. And then I remember when I was going through it, right? My sister always told my mom that I smell like shit. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't want to sleep with me. And it hurt me so much. But, 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 it's hereditary. My smelly armpits are from my mom. (laughs) I I never knew that girls could have B.O. Uh, We do. Well, surprise, surprise. Maybe then, maybe the girls in my school. Catch me on a day without deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I always thought that deodorant were a guy thing. Uh Uh-huh. Because they always showed it in cartoons, like a guy must have deodorant. Right, or cologne. And yeah, must like cologne that. and stuff. So when I go to school, it's like, if it's smelly, it's a guy. Uh-huh. So I've never actually like smelt a girl's B.O. Unless uh-huh. they're like sweaty or something, just uh-huh. finished playing P.E. But I always thought that girls don't smell. It's always yeah. the guys. Oh, we smell like unicorns and butterflies. Uh, that's yeah. what I believe still Aww, until today. you cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I remember like not learning about deodorant when I was a child. And then like... I'll come back home and then I smell my like uniform when I change out of it because you're like, you know, removing yeah. your uniform mm. and then you're like, what's that smell, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And it smells funky as shit. It does. It smells very uh, pungent. Yeah. And like, after a day from school, I'd come home and I wasn't introduced to deodorant so I was living my life and then <laughs> I come home and my mom opens the door and she's like, and then I'm like, she's like, oh, okay, just one minute and then she goes inside and like gets deodorant she's like hey maybe you should try this and i was like what is this and then she's like yeah it's uh, for your body odor and i was like oh <laughs> so i've been walking around like this right. the whole day you're, you're like the one episode of spongebob with the bad breath you know he goes right. around like, hi <laughs> everybody's like, yeah. Yeah, but like i feel like bo always had this like negative connotation to it which i really hate because older technically isn't a bad word. It's not. Right? It just means a smell. smell. So why does body odor sound so bad? Right? I just don't like it because it's not in our control. Like, there's nothing you can Mm -hmm. do about it. Right? It's my body's fluids. I can't control how much it produces. Technically, scientifically speaking, you you can can somewhat control your body With your diet. With your diet. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Screw that. Okay, I eat anything and everything I want. (laughs) You are what you eat. Yeah, so precisely like... (laughs) Smell my fried chicken. Yeah, like deodorant, guys. 
I, I feel like I don't know about about you guys listening to this podcast, but at least in my experience as a Singaporean who takes public transport a lot, <laughs> I feel like Singaporeans really need to learn how to use more deodorant. And it's yes. not a diss on anyone at all. It's not. It's, it's just. Not. It's just. Some days I forget to put it to, and then I hate myself when I go home. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe mm. I let everyone smell my armpits today. Yeah. It's it's fine, but like, like you know, when you have odor and and it, you don't like it, then deodorant is the way to go. So I grew up with a younger brother. He's two years younger than me. And when we were growing up, I was the taller one. And then uh, like two, three years passed and he just overgrew me. Like he went all the way up and I was like, what the hell? Like I'm the small one now. Oh, really? You call yourself small? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so height. Jasmine, what's your take on height? Like I said, I started growing up really early. So at like primary six, I was like the tallest bitch in class. And I was like, yeah, I was like 147 in primary six. 147. Okay, but that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. which is like quite, I think, like tall. Because like in primary school, I think everyone's like 1314. I was one for seven. I was like one five, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so basically, when early bloomer, literally. Yes. So I dissed everyone in class, and then next year in sec one, they all like grew up. <laughs> <and then> you. <laughs> oh, please stop! Make it stop! But yeah, I I remain small for the rest of eternity. So. Yeah, I yeah, th- but you know, height's hereditary too, right? Mm. So if you're short, just embrace it. You yeah. know, we can wear heels and shit. Yeah, so that's what I was like for you. The shortness was a problem for me. Like I feel like sometimes uh, I love wearing heels. Like I love to wear heels. But then when I grew to this height, I'm like five five. I feel like when I wear my heels. I'm so tall that I'm taller than a lot of other people. And I feel very insecure about that because when I walk, like if I'm going on a date or doing something, I'm just like looking down a little bit. And I, I I wish that I was, I could like cut off a few inches just so I could wear my heels and not be that tall. How about guys then? Mm. Uh, so for, okay, so for me, it was like a, I'm, I'm sort of like you, like a early bloomer, but not uh-huh. really. But you're still tall. I mean, for a guy, yeah, I'm one? considered quite average. I'm 172. Okay. Which is like, just nice for uh-huh. me it's an average height so when I was in secondary 2 I shot up uh-huh. against all my friends and right. I play basketball so right. obviously they want me to play like uh, the do you center. think it helps? for me at that young age it sort of does uh-huh. right then when it comes to sec 3 and sec 4 I was literally bottom 3 when it came to height oh wow right. and I was just a very short guy in class so I was always at the edge of the class photos yeah. like, you know that one little guy I think hi yeah. So everyone's now is like freaking like one eight, one nine, and I'm just like, hey. Yeah, I feel your pain. I feel you. But I feel like for guys, right, height really does matter uh-huh. because girls would definitely want taller guys. Oh, it's really? a thing. I, it's I, a thing. I, I it's do a get thing, it. right? Really? I'm okay with dating a, a 160. Five. As long as they're taller. Can you date a guy shorter than you? No, honestly? what the hell? I'm so short. Exactly. That's, that's no, but the thing that. is, no, it's, the, it's the, the bar thing. is this high. <laughs> okay. It's so easy. All right, let's it's, just say you're 170. Could you date a guy that's 165? No. It's, but I don't mind dating a guy that's just slightly, slightly, right? slightly taller than me. Like, it doesn't have to be like, like I'm 15. I'm okay with dating someone who's 16. Mm, yeah. Right. yeah, you don't have to be like one seven five, you know. Yeah, but I feel like height does play like a very important role in guys. Yeah, like, yeah. it's more significant the Because I dated a girl that was half a head taller than me. Oh. The only reason why we had to break up was because of all our friends who were making fun of me. What? Yeah. 
Are you serious? Yeah, that girl is now a model, so we were still friends. We still talk, but when I was dating her in like JC, she was like half a hit older than me, and I was like, "Bro, you're basically talking to her boobs. Why are you talking?" And stuff like that. But it was, it's nice to talk to them. I mean, like, Jesus. I mean, you're that young, you know, you get very insecure. Uh, so right, I just had to right. like, you know, I I can't do this. What's your tips for guys growing up? Then? You know, there was this ad about this stretchable bed. Yep. The one that can help you stretch your back. Yep. That doesn't work. Yep. Always take um fish omega oil. fish oil, yeah, something yeah. with fish oil actually does help with growth. Of course, oh, really? my cousins took it and they just shot up. You think yeah. it's fish oil? I think it's like the fish oil and the omega three. Oh, and I stuff didn't like know that. that. Nutrients, baby. You only your yeah. nutrients. And vitamins, yeah. I didn't get enough of that when I was younger. Yeah. So right. yeah. I remember seeing so many advertisements, especially in India, for like height growth. Like mm. if you take like this, uh, like I don't know what's called Bornvita or like Horlicks or a bunch of like those kind of powdered milk drinks mm, mm. they're all like to help your height and get calcium and i was like I-, I don't think it really worked for me or like really anyone but i feel like it's such a marketing gimmick as well when yeah. it plays on your puberty it's like oh since you're growing in this stage this is for ages this to this for your height growth yeah but i feel like it doesn't work because i took all that shit too really? <laughs> i did i did and here i am one five two <laughs> To be fair, smaller and cuter girls are Aww, nicer. Oh, you cute. Thank you. But yeah, um, I have one last question to ask. Mm-mm. This one, I kept it for the last because I feel like it's a lot more explicit than oh, I would no. like it to be. I'm always very curious because I don't think this is a common thing uh, amongst females. Mm-hmm. I, at least I haven't heard of it. But how does it feel like to be a guy going through puberty and like going through their first wet dream? Have you had a wet dream? Ooh, wet dream. Okay. Yeah, I, I kept <clears> this for the last because it's juicy. <laughs> <right>. Get it? <laughs> Literally. I don't think I've ever had a wet dream. Huh? Then why are you really? a guest? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen, no. But this is this, okay, this is uh, why, okay? Because uh-huh. I believe that I was very self-sexually uh, active right. when, I'm, yeah, when I was young. Mm. So wet dreams usually occur when you don't release right. that sexual tension. So it's like a piled up thing kind of pressure so when you dream of something at night so you wake up with a wet dream okay so how does it feel like to have a wet dream I'm very curious I'm sure our listeners are curious too so you just wake up to come usually when it happens uh-huh. you're like self-conscious because yeah, you're, you're sleeping, sleeping right yeah so the moment you wake up it's in that action it's really during oh. that ejaculation period so you're, really, you're like oh my god it's happening so you, okay. there's no control over it it just happens it just happens also quick and then you just ejaculate with no control mm-mm and then uh, it's all over it your bed. But it feels good. It's, well, it's not over your bed. I mean, it's in your underwears or in your boxers. Oh, God. Unless, unless you sleep naked, then you have right. to wash your bed sheets and blanket. Right. Oh, no. But is it like a lot of cum? I'm very, very curious. Usually, it's a lot. Like, like a it's, lot. It's, it's, a, it's piled up energy. Mm. It's all that potential energy just released into kinetic energy. Oh, <laughs> like a volcano. Yes. I didn't know wet dreams was right. piled up. Like, I didn't know I either. thought it was just a natural occurrence that happened. Right. I thought maybe just like, you know, like tiny yeah. pre-cum coming out. No. Uh, it's a full-on ejaculation. Pre-cum usually happens when you have morning wood sometimes. Huh, really? Guys who go through wet dreams is because they are just not accumulate. They haven't been familiarized with their body right. and their needs yet. Right, their right, sexual right. needs. Yes. Because I think if you don't masturbate for a full month, it's already all piled up and it'll just come out. It's just your body's way of saying like, you know what? You have a lot of uh, sperm in your body. Let, let's release some so that we can create more. Right, right, right. Because it's a very natural process yeah, it's very for natural. your body. Right. We're talking about puberty here, right? And wet dreams tend to happen when your body's going through all these developmental changes. I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. You guys, so um, fill me in. Like around what age is this? I would say P5 right? to Sec 3-ish. P5? Yeah. 
from what I know. Were you horny in P5? No. Right. Don't think so. I don't think girls get horny before guys. Guys get horny very early. Right. Right. Interesting. Right? All my guys in the studios not their heads. Yeah. Ah. I mean, we started noticing boots when at P4, P5. Ah, true. Do you guys true. really? But did you, you saw it as a sexual thing? Yeah. No one taught okay. you. You're just like, oh, boobs. I mean, it boils down to the things we watch on TV as well. Yeah, I was just going to say that's probably because you know, you've like related it from what you've watched previously or like magazines. There's so mm, many magazines mm, mm. in the past. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I would like to say again that kids these days are so lucky because you're like, I feel Exposed. like boys yeah. are learned to not objectify women, Mm-mm. right? Mm. It's also healthy now and I, I really love it for them. But yeah, thank you so much for, for answering my wet dreams question. Uh, no problem, no problem. Very, very, very interesting. <laughs> Can you just tell me how your penis grew longer? The getting boner part or as I grew up part? The grew up part. The grew up yeah. part. Okay. So I feel like according to body size ratio yes. with my PP, mm-hmm. I think it's about the same. I became quite um, self-conscious uh-huh. when I was in about sec 3, sec 4 mm-hmm. when my guys started comparing. Well, they never really, we never really show it. Uh-huh. But we just like, hey, take a ruler. How long is it? How long is it? Uh-huh. And, and then that's when, when we... When you all do that, you all do it erected or non-erected? Uh, that's, that's, we, we do it at our home then come back with our own research and stuff and whatnot, right? Okay. Then that, that's when we found out this term called you're either a grower or a shower. Because uh-huh. some, of, some of our guy friends only grow like half a centimeter when he's erected but his flaccid is like still like a schlong, you know. Okay. But no difference with his bone. And some guys would uh-huh. be like, oh, maybe he's just a little pinky. But when he grows, I was like, whoop, a whole oh, fist okay. size, you know. Uh-huh. I'm glad to say that I'm pretty average. Right, right, yeah. right. It's okay. It's okay to be average. I, mm-hmm. I think like for females too, maybe we're not as verbally competitive as the guys when it comes to boob size. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes it plays on in our heads like, oh, my boobs are not big enough. I wish yeah, I had boobs like I her. Yeah, I stuffed mm. my bra. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and I feel like like I, I would like to try and emphasize that Everyone has their own body parts, right? Mm-hmm. And it all comes in different shapes and sizes. It and, really does. And it's really not a competition. It's not. It's like, not. I used to think that, oh, I, my boobs are not growing big enough. Like, and, or maybe, I don't know, do you guys have a thing like, oh, my pee-pee's not long enough? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, you know, the guys with the schlongs are always the one like, yo, guys, check out my huge, massive... Mm. And all the guys would be like, oh, man, I have a yeah, right. pee-pee, you know? See, even though guys... But that right. would probably come with its own problems, right? Having, yeah. like, a longer... Yeah, at the urinal, your tip of your But as I grew up, I realized and come to terms with my own body and be like, you know what? It doesn't matter how big it is, it's yeah, how it you really... use it. Ah. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. How you yeah. use it. Yes. What am I going to use my boobs? Breastfeeding. Breastfeeding. Your outfit, how you want to portray yourself. That is true. That right? is true. How you go about your daily. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we have a few like, you know, younger audiences. So to them, I want to say, um, take it easy. You know, mm. purity is a very, very enjoyable process if you let it be one. Like, I used to hate it so much. But then like looking back, I feel like, wow, going through puberty, you actually learn a lot about yourself and what your body, you know, can do. Like, I didn't know my boobs yeah. could grow like that. It's very, very interesting. And I never knew how long my pubic hair could grow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It really is very cool to see your right. body changing. And it's like things you don't know you can, as you said, don't know you can do. And like a lot of these things also for females develop because of 
the potential of getting pregnant. Correct. Mm-hmm. And right. so, like hips growing bigger yeah, and stuff. Hips, it's all very co- normal. It's yeah. very normal. And same with stretch marks. So if like your hips are growing or your boobs are growing, if they're growing and they come back to size or anything of that sort, you're going to have stretch marks because yeah. your mm-hmm. body is stretching. And that's also completely normal. Like I feel like everyone's puberty is going to be different. And so I guess just enjoy it as you can. Whoever's listening, you can listen to all of our stories. And yeah. we've had quite the ride. And you're probably <laughs> going to have quite the ride as well. So like enjoy it. You'll have yeah. these stories to tell later. Right. And mm-hmm. puberty, everyone only goes through it once. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So like really, really just enjoy the process, embrace all the changes that's going to come your way and never make it a competition between you and anyone else in your life. Mm. Yep. All right. So you guys, your body might be changing, but the truth is you don't really have to go out of your way to remedy all these changes. It's perfectly okay to embrace the way that your body is transitioning to. Also, if you're listening to us and you want to have your own podcast too, you can use Anchor to record and upload all your podcasts. Anchor automatically distributes them to multiple listening platforms such as Spotify just for you. Girl Code will also be releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so remember to follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at Ladies First TV for more updates. This is Jasmine. And I'm Tasha, and thank you for tuning in to Girl, Girl Code. Code. Bye! Bye.